Okay, mamas, ladies. After having three babies, I never thought I would wear an underwire bra again until I found Skims. So right before I had Bear, Skims sent me a couple of maternity bras. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear maternity bras. They're so uncomfortable. They're not for me. I tried them on. They are the most supportive, most amazing, only maternity bra I have worn this entire pregnancy. On top of that, the material is so soft and the straps are adjustable for maximum comfort. And it fits every woman out there. They have a million sizes to choose from. My favorite Skims bra ever is the, quote, fits everybody t-shirt bra. And it's literally the best t-shirt bra I have ever worn. It's seamless, flawless, perfect. You're going to love it. If you're a fan of no underwire, the products I would highly recommend are the wireless form t-shirt bra and the no-show unlined demi bra. I like the color sand because you can't see it through white t-shirts, which is the color I usually go with, but they have a color for everybody. Whether you're pregnant, postpartum, nursing, or none of the above, and you just want a good bra, go to Skims. They've got one for everyone. Shop Skims bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes, 30A all the way to 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select couple things in the drop-down menu that follows, skims.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things with Sean and Andrew. This is a podcast all about couples and the things they go through. Uh, I'm a solo act today doing this introduction, but we recorded this episode a couple weeks ago before Sean caught COVID. That's why she's not sitting here next to me doing this introduction. And today we sit down with a couple who we have been friends with for four or five years now. We actually consider them some of our best friends, and that's doctors Josh and Chelsea Axe, and they are an outstanding couple, uh, to be honest with you. We talk about a lot of different topics, such as how they met and ultimately were married within one year's time and how and why they decided to pursue such an aggressive timeline. Chelsea talks about her experience doing a home birth with her daughter, Arwen, uh, who's just a couple months younger than our daughter, Drew. And we also talk about what it looks like to be extremely generous with your time. They're both amazingly generous people and selfless with their time. But how do they balance that with also preserving time to love each other and, and build their own relationship? So I think you're in for a real treat. There's a lot of wisdom shared here. If you want to find out more about Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chelsea Axe, we will link both of their information in the show notes down below, including Dr. Axe's new book called Ancient Remedies, which just came out this week. And it's all about natural healing. So you can check that out. We will link that as well. Before we jump into the show, please give the show a rating and subscribe to it on whatever platform you're listening on. And let's go ahead and jump into this one with Josh and Chelsea Axe. Wow, what an honor to be sitting here with doctors, Josh and Chelsea Axe. Maybe the longest preface we've ever had to an interview, but uh, that makes sense. We're glad you guys could come and sit down with us. It's only taken how long? You guys should have been the first time. ones. Literally a year yeah. ago. And then yeah, everybody got pregnant. Everybody started having kids. That's right. But we made it yeah. here. I want to start the interview with the only question that makes sense asking. What is the biggest marital argument you oh, guys have? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh Here, my God. Wow. Here we go again. Uh, fun fact, we were on vacation with them, and Andrew asked this question. Never, ever a good mm -mm. question to ask. I realized that after I asked, because all I see is Josh and Chelsea look at each other. <laughs> and then I realized that that biggest argument that a couple has never gets really no it's resolved. never resolved <laughs> so we get to relive that and then yeah. you got to relive yours oh yeah we ours has been updated we definitely have a new one and it's wow it, we've just we've agreed that it will never be brought back up yeah yeah um no we're we're honestly just <laughs> thankful that you guys are on the show and thankful to have you guys as friends i think looking back over the past three years you're probably the two people we spent we've known you for three years or four but yeah, something. I'd say about yeah three or four. Probably the couple we've spent the most amount of time with. Yeah, because we, wow, we had yeah. like a Europe. good year before. Europe. When yeah. we went to Europe, we went to Europe. That was like the starting point of our friendship. And yes. we had a good year before uh -huh. we got pregnant. Yep. yep. And then a year pregnant. Yep. And then, yep. yeah. Wow. I want to 
to, to jump to a real question. You, you both are maybe the most, um, uh, clear, have the clear, clearest cut visions of the purpose as to why you're here on earth. Like, why are you guys here? Most intentional. And, and what your sure. calling is. I would love to hear your, both of your guys' perspective on a, how you find that calling per se, and then how you support each other with that calling. Can we start there? Yeah. You know, whenever I look at pictures of our kids from the past year, I'm amazed at how fast they're growing up. Oh my gosh, me too. And we've been doing a deep dive into old photos lately. Sometimes the thought hits me hard that I'm getting older too. And this has led me to think a lot about the legacy I want to leave behind, what kind of parent I want to be, and things like our family's financial security. We've been talking a lot about this recently and are excited to share that Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to get the protection that's right for your family. Life insurance doesn't have to be some big confusing topic. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. 10 minutes is crazy fast. Plus it's all online and on your schedule. No appointments, scheduling, or piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you. This is the first company I've heard of where you can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required, and they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash eastfam. That's meetfabric.com slash eastfam. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash eastfam. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. We'll also link it down below, and let's get back to it. That's, that's heavy. That's Here's, a casual question. Start? Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, so so I think for Chelsea and I, and one of the things that made me so attracted to Chelsea early on was she was just a, a person to me that was, um, she was so loving, so beautiful. In fact, I'll just share this. Like, one of the things I... I had prayed for Chelsea for years that God would send me just an awesome wife. And I prayed, I said, God, would you send me somebody who is physically breathtaking, mentally stimulating and spiritually just on fire for you? Just mm -hmm. somebody who's, you know, just um, that would help me and support me growing somebody I could really connect deeply with and, and do things that are really purposeful. Uh, and, um, and so I think we both believe this early on. There's, you know, we're called to do a lot of things, but I think the three big things we really focus on is we're called to love, love God, love people and make earth more like heaven, you know? So if mm -hmm. there's a piece of trash on the ground, that's, you know, there's not trash in heaven. So it's like, we're picking that up. You know, we, you know, we believe that if there's poverty, we're called to help with poverty and injustice and all those mm -hmm. sort of things. So I think for us, that's, I think that's what we're all called to do is have a deeper intimate relationship with God, deeper intimate relationship with each other, and then also change the world for good. And I think when we're talking about purpose, you know, I think we realize that, you know, I believe every single person on the planet God has given very unique gifts to like, there's no one on earth like any individual. And so, you know, I think that our calling is to figure out what our greatest gifts are and then use those gifts coupled with what's the opportunity that God has laid before you and then change the world in, in, in that, in that positive way. So I think that's in terms of how, how, how I think mm -hmm. about it and any, anything else. No, I would completely agree. I think, a lot of times it's so easy to overcomplicate it or put so much pressure as far as like, oh, what is my calling? And it's this huge thing that we're like, you know, we're searching for on like this daily, monthly, whatever basis as far as like goals or what can I achieve to get this ultimate calling when really it's a day-to-day -day thing. So like every single day, how can I love God today? How can I love people better today? And then, you know, again, what are, in the opportunity, like you said, what are, what's my opportunity? What is my sphere of influence today? And how can I make the greatest impact with the gifts and the opportunities that I have, like in this moment? And it's good to have, you know, like long term, like greater perspective as far as, um, you know, year, months, the goals and different things like that. But I think a lot of times we miss then like at the end of the day, you, you know, you could check so many things out the list as far as making an impact that day. Mm -hmm. I think we miss the little things. And I think the little things are the little steps that get you to the big things overall. And like, that's how you start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think this too, like one of the things I think we really aligned with too, like the actual definition of love, because I mm -hmm. think this is where it's, cause for me to say, love God, love people yeah. for some people. And I would say, especially in the media, like lo love is this sort of feeling you have for us. Like love, it really isn't a feeling. Mm -hmm. Love is, uh, love is commitment. 
And love is also this sort of, it's sacrificial love. Like, so for us to have a good marriage, it's very much like, okay, I'm sacrificing the things that um, I feel like doing right now in order to make Chelsea's day better and to support her in being a better person. Mm -hmm. Like when I think too about loving people, I think it's this combination of, and this is so true, like with kids, mm -hmm. it's a combination of, of nourishing them with kindness and love but also challenging them to say, you know what, you're called to do greater things. So I think that too, like when we're loving people, it's not always like, you're doing great. <laughs> you know, a lot, of, I mean, you guys know us. It's very much like, we are also, yeah, I know. It, it's also very much like with our, with our, you know, with Arwen, our daughter, with our friends, with mm -hmm. our, it's like, but also like, we know God has created you for more. So challenging them to, uh, you know, do what do, do do you know do what they're called to do so that's a really interesting nuance there because i think a lot of people when they think sacrifice it's like oh let me just be a doormat essentially yeah. right mm -hmm. but like there is definitely sacrifice and challenging and dealing with the repercussions mm -hmm. of like of mm -hmm. that challenge yeah. like it's because it's not easy right like it's I, one of the things andrew and i talk about a lot about you guys that we respect so much is you guys have that amazing christian foundation within your marriage mm -hmm. but you have such a strong foundation and belief that the way you confront people is we we've even laughed about it because you do it in such a way that everybody hears it and they're like, Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. It, and I feel like that's a, it's a talent because with your conviction, it's just, it's like a no brainer. I don't, I don't know how to say that. Well, we talk about how both of you speak such almost sharp truth and honesty, but in such a loving way that mm -hmm. it's like received really well. Um, so uh, kudos to you. I am curious though. <laughs> yeah, thanks. thanks guys. <laughs> I am curious. Something that we have talked about for it and especially prepping for this interview was you see, we see firsthand your marriage and how your guys' faith plays such a strong role in that. Mm -hmm. But you guys have built a brand that uses you guys it's not like you guys sit in the back burner and you're away from it it truly uses who you are and you guys have built a multi hundred i keep calling it a billion dollar industry or company it pretty much is um and i'm curious how that transfers because within business there's always sacrifice and yeah. how have you been able to maintain your morals and your beliefs and your marriage so in such a strong way and still build something so successful yeah. So, you know, I, I think for us, if we're talking, you know, our, our company, Ancient Nutrition, um, I, I think for us, you know, we've had been really blessed and had a lot of success, number one, because of God, you know, and because of those principles. And I think, too, like for, for us, like with the way we run our business, like I just want our employees to be blessed. And we really mean that. In fact, like one of the things we do as our company now is we have a leadership development program where we read a book together a month. And we have people do personal growth and leadership exercises. And I tell my team, hey, whether you're working at our company or, hey, if you decide to leave in a year and you get a, you know, a different or a better opportunity, hey, I want you to be, you know, I want you to go over there and, you know, change the world and bless your company and people. So I think for us, like we are very much focused on our team first. Like we want to see our team uh, fulfilling their, so it's not all about us. You know, mm -hmm. it's, we want to see them fulfilling their dreams. We want to see them blessed financially. We want to see them, you know, um, doing what they're called to do, walking within their purpose. And so we're really focused on helping them do that. And I think when you serve employees like that or your team mm -hmm. like that, and also for me, like I've never been one of those bosses that's sort of focused on, Hey, I'm a, you know, I'm the founder or I'm higher up in the organizational hierarchy. Like my, our focus is really like team, like my, I'm there to serve the team, like more, like they're not there to serve me. I'm there to serve them and help them fulfill their dreams and be the best they can be. So I think just, just like we are in relationships, same thing. I'm nourishing them. I'm challenging them to be the best they can be. And I think that's why we've, you know, had good success. And I think we're also fo focused on one of the words I think of as like excellence, like anything we create, anything we do, we want to be the best in the world at it. And that's one of the things, you know, we've brought up about you guys. And like one of the things we love about you guys is you guys are so focused on excellence. Like mm -hmm. whether you guys are doing a podcast, obviously your, you know, gymnastics and dancing career, Andrew, your career in football, and just even, you know, the interviews you've done, like you guys do things with such excellence. So I think that's another thing in business that is probably one of the top two or three things that create success is just saying we want to be the best in the world, not just to say, just because we feel like that's what we're called to do.
we were discussing that when asked like Chelsea, what's a good workout routine that I could do to accomplish this goal <laughs> or Josh, I'm, I, I'm not feeling good. And what should I do to get back healthy? Both of you spend such an unbelievable amount of effort and time. Um, granted you're both experts in it. So maybe that makes it slightly easier, but still I've never really seen another couple uh, be so generous with their time. Like you guys both are. I'm curious what the balance is when you're giving to the company, when you're giving to each other, when you're giving to your child, when you're giving to all these other people, how do you like, how do you guys navigate being generous in that sense while also saving energy and, and thought and time for your spouse? Cause that's, I just, as soon as we had drew, I was like, I don't know, like, you're on your own, kind of, Sean. Okay. For a second. Like, we, <laughs> you, know just, yeah. you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, we're definitely not the best at it. We're still learning and growing in it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the thing that we've learned, or I've learned, especially in the last, you know, eight months since having Arwen, is having your priorities right and like set and knowing what they are and in like, in knowing them, like having them penciled in as far as like, you can say my priority is this, but does your lifestyle and your actions actually show that's your priority? And I think that's different for a lot of people. It's like, Mm -hmm. this is my priority. Uh, My spouse is my priority. You know, my family is my priority. Okay. Okay. But what does your time actually show Mm -hmm. is your priority, right? Mm -hmm. Because a a -hmm. lot of times that can look different. So I think being able to map out um, like your day to day and say, okay, if this is my priority, this is what it needs to look like. And then with whatever time is left, then you're able, you know, at that point, your cup is full, mm-hmm. right? I think when you mm-hmm. when you have your priorities correct, you're able to go into the rest of your day or the rest of your time with a fuller cup. So you actually mm-hmm. have more to give. It's actually like the synergistic type mm-hmm. thing rather than, you know, giving it to it last when mm-hmm. you're already like depleted. I feel like then it pulls. Whereas like if you actually, you know, again, keep your priorities correct and whatever it's, opposite mm. it's a synergistic type way where all of a sudden you have more to give um and pour into other things would mm. you yeah i would agree i, I would and the exact word that popped into my head too was pri- priorities and so mm-hmm. i just think for us like we we're really conscious of it's you know it's god and it's it's uh chelsea and i's relationship our marriage mm-hmm. and then it's arwen and then it's our family and it's our close friends and so really focusing on, on on that first and i can say for chelsea i mean every morning she wakes up and you know, she spends time with God sometime in the morning. A lot of times now it's, you know, Arwen's down for a nap and she's, you know, got her Bible, she's reading. And, um, and so anyways, you know, I think for us is like, yeah, just sort of knowing what your priorities are and this just checking with yourself and making sure, okay, am I walking in those priorities? Mm -hmm. Am I giving them the time that they deserve? Um, I think that's, you know, yeah. And we're, I mean, we're not perfect by any means. There are definitely days and weeks where, you know, we don't have that, especially you and I have that time or, you know, mm. I mean, welcome to being yeah, parents. Yeah, right? yeah, I was going to say more so in this season now, you know, yeah, I yeah. think, you know, the first yeah. three months of having a, a newborn and the whole thing, obviously that, that's mm-hmm. definitely the most challenging, yeah. you know. I think too, recognizing there are seasons. That? Uh, yeah, you pass <laughs> each other. High five in the hallway. Yeah, you pass each other in the hallway like, wait, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah. But I think, you know, recognizing there are seasons too yeah, right sure. and giving yourself grace for the mm-hmm. season that you're in yeah. but then also being able to recognize yeah. when the shift in season comes mm-hmm. and then like re-strategizing yeah. reprioritizing because you know yeah and I, I would say the other thing too is chelsea and i think feel uh and, and i'll speak for myself with this but I, you know i feel i i know what my purpose and calling is mm-hmm. and so i feel like i need to use that so every morning like I kind of have this thing where in the morning it's like when the morning when the day so i spend my time with god i get my workout in and get those things done. And so what, one of the things you were kind of asking, Andrew, is like, I have people ask me for health plans all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom is like, hey, would you make a, you know, a health plan for your aunt who all has the this time. constantly? All the time. Yeah. I know I personally asked you for like yeah. 50 and every time they're like, whoa, how did he do this? I know I personally yeah. get texts from 50 people all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, Josh, I'm like, Oh, no, no, I don't. And and anytime I can, I'm happy to. But for me, like, so here's my thought with this. You know, when I, um, growing up, my mom had some really serious health issues. And I had some doctors who worked with me in helping create her a health plan that literally saved her life and changed her life. My mom's in her late 60s now. She's running. She can water ski. She brought my niece and nephew to Disney World for like 10 hours. So she's like doing great, living her dream. But I think about that same thing. If somebody wouldn't have taken the time Mm. to invest in 
helping me create a health plan for her that mm-hmm. took them hours. Like, I don't know if my mom would be here today. So that being said, like when I have people who need a health plan, like it's sort of that golden rule, do unto others as you have them to do mm-hmm. unto you. Like I trying to create the best plan that, you know, so if somebody has hypothyroidism, I will lay out a detailed plan of what to not eat, what to eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, what to have for exact supplements, the essential oils to use, the lifestyle practice to figure out exactly what they need to do to, to reverse or hear that condition, or if it's PCOS or, you know, or cancer, autoimmune disease. So anyways, I just, and what I learned too is when my mom had a serious health diagnosis, she was kind of like a deer in the headlights. A lot of times there's so mm-hmm. much information yeah. out there. People don't want to do. So I try and make it super practical of here's exactly what you should do for your food, for your workouts, for all that stuff. And so that's sort of the, the and thought that, behind And that comes it. back to, you know, again, your daily of love God, love people. Love people. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, that's ultimately like in that day, this is your sphere of influence. This is opportunity that you've been given. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, where you can serve in this capacity today. Mm. And w- one of the things I'll say, it's just so amazing about, again, just talking about one with you guys too. It's like, I, we, we love this, the, the parable for, of the talents in the Bible. And it talks about, you know, God gave one person, one talent, one, mm-hmm. two, one, five. And, the, and one person just buried it saying, I'm not going to use my talent. Mm-hmm. And the other two, you know, God said, Hey, I'm going to give you more now. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you more influence because you were, you know, because you were good with what I gave you. And that's one of the things I see with you guys. You guys have such incredible influence. You guys bless so many people with teaching them good principles of marriage and family. And, you know, and, and when you're faithful with those things, God's like, Hey, let me bless you with more. Not to say you don't go through seasons of of Mm -hmm. hardship, right? And we've had things of ups and downs, but I think, I I think that's, uh, I think that's the reason. Thanks. Uh, the door was opened to Arwen. So I want to talk a little bit about babies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Andrew and I, we have a lot of friends who are pregnant, getting ready to have babies. Mm-hmm. You've talked to my sister-in-law yep. multiple times. Um, but one thing that I always tell people is there's this interesting phase I feel like you go through. It's almost like you just got married. Because yeah. when I first married Andrew it's a completely different person, not necessarily for the worse or for the better than you were dating just because it's in marriage. Things change. You have to learn who your spouse is and how to live with them and how to do everything. You have a baby. It's the same thing. Your relationship and your marriage completely changes. Whether you want it to or not, it's just there's another human being living with you Mm -hmm. and it pulls you in all these different directions. I'm curious how having Arwen affected your guys's relationship at first and how you navigated through that process <laughs> or how you're navigating. Through yeah, that no, process. It's an ongoing yeah. process. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to end. No. Um, initially I think it was just, it was harder. I mean, you know, yeah. having a newborn, it's all consuming. Yes. And then on top of your healing, like your hormones are crazy. Yes. That is a real thing. It's like you hear about it until you go through it. It's uh-huh. a totally different thing. Until so you find yourself standing in the hallway bawling for no reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> and your husband's Milk. looking at you like, what? I don't know what you guys are talking you about. You showered last. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, you guys are yeah. always great. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, so that, I mean, for the first little bit, it's like, I mean, it kind of what you said, it's, mm-hmm see you in the hallway type thing because again as the mom Mm -hmm. you're kind of at least for I I did breastfeeding or whatever so the lot of it especially as a newborn is on you as far as you can only feed them Mm -hmm. you know there's only so yeah they want mom they Sean I got a question for you okay what is it on a scale from chug to (laughs) sip how would you rate your hydration style um interesting question I would say I'm a sip girl I sip on my coffee for literally hours and sip on water throughout the day. What about you? I would say I'm a chug type of guy, yeah. no doubt. But whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. I actually really love liquid IV, especially since nursing bear. I feel like I'm always thirsty. I like that it's sugar-free and it's fun to sip on throughout the day. The flavors are really good, and I've loved having a flavored drink rather than just water in my cup. My favorite flavor is the lemon-lime, and Sean loves strawberry and tropical punch. It's crazy to me that one stick in 16 ounces of water has three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks and eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Yes, sir. That's why they say it hydrates better than water alone. 
However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code EASTFAM at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code EASTFAM at liquidiv.com. Want mom? Yeah. They're like, Dad, who, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do your nipples yeah. do anything? Yeah. No? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll say one thing too, like my, my respect for, I mean, women was already sky high, but like knowing and actually experiencing like the amount of time and effort, just the birth mm-hmm. process. First off, you know, what a miraculous, awesome experience, you know, spiritual experience mm-hmm. and just being able to experience that together, but also seeing, you know, from, from, you know, through pregnancy, through, you know, you know, everything else now, like just the amount of time and effort and complete love and just the amount of patience. That's Mm -hmm. one of the words that comes to me too. Like thinking about the amount of patience Chelsea Mm -hmm. has had, just the amount of love she's given. And I know it's the same with you, Sean. It's just, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's it's incredible. Yeah. I was very blessed, especially with Josh. He gave me a lot of grace Mm -hmm. um, and knowing and didn't have the same expectations of, no, I wasn't going to be cleaning the house. Like, you know, like I was, or I wasn't going to be making dinner, um, different things like that. He's like, he's very patient with me and knowing that, all of a sudden my whole life got flipped upside down mm-hmm. as far as what was being required of me and even stepping up in areas where he necessarily hadn't had to before. Like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, he was doing like all the dishes, you know, mm-hmm. he was doing all the cleaning and he was bringing me my meals because yeah. I was busy feeding another human being, mm-hmm. giving her her meals. And um, yeah, so that changed immensely. But yeah, you were great. And I was very blessed that you were you know, you have that mentality and perspective to give me the grace to be able to do that and allow me to without feeling guilty or, yeah. you know, shameful. Because I think that's easy, especially for moms. It's like trying to do it mm-hmm. all. Like, oh, I'm giving myself all here, but I'm going to feel empty. And, you know, oh, yeah. well, I feel like the hardest part for us is something we agreed to right before we had Drew was no matter what, we have to always remember that we are each other's number one. Yeah. And Good. she's our number one together. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think like that. I think the hardest thing for us to go through in those first months, however many they were, you know, 12 and counting, yeah. <laughs> um, is that priority. Yeah. Like you guys were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Every once in a while you have a hard day where it's like, I love my child so much that you accidentally flip-flop the situation. You put your daughter so easy to do. ahead of your husband yeah. or your spouse. And I think that that constant challenge of reminding yourself my husband comes first mm-hmm. Because if he does, that'll be better for our daughter, mm-hmm. can sometimes get tricky. And especially in those first months when you're spending so much time with your baby, mm-hmm. it's hard to make that that priority. Yeah. But. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no comment moving on. <laughs> Love, Chelsea, uh, the decision to do a home birth. Yeah. Josh was talking about the miraculous, uh, you know, act of birthing. Mm. And you decided to take it like a notch up and just yeah. do the home birth. I'm very envious. I'm very envious. <laughs> How is I wish I had that much courage. Oh, you round two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever y'all decide. Yeah. Talk round about, two. we'll run over here and how, you know, we're yeah. you know, yeah. two, yeah. two doors Always. down. Don't you so. worry. You'll be my doula. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about why that was an important decision for you to make. And then, and then how the experience was, if you don't mind. Oh gosh. Um, you know, I mean, it's, one of those things where I think any anything that any woman a woman decides for her is great. So it's never I don't think it's ever about this is better or this is not as good. You know, when you're talking home birth versus hospital versus birth center, there's so many options, and I think every option is different for every woman. So let me just preface it all by saying I'm not saying this is the best way or this is the only way. This is what everyone should do. Although I had an amazing experience and I wouldn't change any of it, and I really hope to replay it again for future kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved having a home birth. Um, being able to do all my appointments in our living room, um, labor itself, you know, labored at home, mm-hmm. um, birthed the baby Arwen in, in our, yeah, in a tub in our bathroom and within 10 minutes was laying in our bed at home mm-hmm. with her. Um, there was just so much peace in control and I don't know. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Sorry. I had so much um, yeah. I don't know. For me, at least just hospital settings, everything like that. That just, 
there's just a level of stress that, you know, kind of goes on. You have the lights, you have the different people. It's not your home, you know, just anytime you're in your home. So being able to do all that at the house for me was just, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, I liked being in control, knowing what to expect. I liked being in control of, you know, all the decisions that were being made. Um, our midwife team was incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of people when they think home birth, they're like, oh, they're just going to go out back and, you know, squat and the baby's <laughs> going to come out and they're going to come back in. And, you know, it's kind of like that foreign, mm-hmm. like, you know, what if something goes wrong? I think that those are a lot mm-hmm. of the questions that people come up, but it's like, no, you know, we have a midwife, you have a full team, um, fully trained and everything. You know, they have all the things that, um, you know, like they had oxygen, they had different things. If like they were need to intervene in any way, we'd already mapped out a route to the hospital. We knew exactly how many minutes it would take to get there. We knew the doctor, he's, mm-hmm. you know, different things mm-hmm. like that. So it's not like this free for all where, yeah. you know, if something were to happen, like there's plans in place. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things to remember about home births too is people have done home births. I mean, that was the norm up until a hundred years ago. I mean, so people have been doing home births since the beginning of time. And, um, and and I do think it's great that whatever anybody decides where to have it, Hey, we totally respect that. But I think for us, the choice as Chelsea said was less stress. There's no doubt that if you go into a hospital environment and I've been into many hospitals over the years and treated past patients and that sort of sort of thing and found that there's just a level of stress and a lot of times fear yeah. and just the way that a lot of times our conventional medical system operates. And so for us, the biggest thing I can say is we were just so stress-free. It was such a relaxing environment. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think if somebody realizes, hey, if you've got a good midwife, mm-hmm. like you should, I mean, there's just, there's typically, I think a lot less stress. It's just more relaxing yeah. Than the average, and so for us it was great. I will say I had a little stress because <laughs> yeah. here's what Chelsea I did. I wonder if you're going to say that. Chelsea, um, we're we're kind of the toughest out these woman co- in the world. Exactly. I'm we're, very competitive. I yeah. like to win. Well, and she doesn't like to inconvenience people. That's true as well. Yeah. And so, like, we're timing these contractions, and I'm like, okay, she's at like five minutes apart. Mm-hmm. We were watching the movie. You seen the movie Multiplicity? Yeah. Anyways, it's hilarious. And so <laughs> we were watching. We were watching. We were watching the movie with Chelsea and her mom. And Chelsea's like, I'm gonna go in the bedroom. I'm, you know, I'm having a few contractions. And so she was in there, and then. Um, and then anyways, I'm like watching the timer and I'm like, okay, how far you part five minutes? I'm like, okay, when it gets to like four and a half, midwife wanted, wanted us to call her. And so Chelsea's like, okay, um, we're at five. (laughs) And then I'm checking. I'm like, Hey, I think you're down around four. We need to call the midwife. And she's like, you're not doing that right. And I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm doing it right. She's like, she's like, no, give me like give, give me the phone i'm like okay the and then she starts timing it and in my head i'm 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 not too bad with time and i'm like gosh this is you know these, We're seem, close. these seem pretty close <laughs> and finally this is like two hours later i'm like chelsea can i can i see this and i'm like babe this is like two minutes and she's like oh no i think it's five and i'm like she's not in her right mind right now <laughs> And so I call her midwife, Marianne, call her. They get there. And like 30 minutes later, we've, you know, Owen is born. Yeah. You're like blowing up the bathtub while Chelsea's like pushing. Oh, yeah. The other thing is, too, I broke off the handle of the tub. So then. And we were going to use the handle to fill the birth tub. So I had to like tape it to where it actually water came out. And then anyways, it was a whole. It was a whole. It was amazing. And also, didn't you blow up the, didn't you blow up a tub like manually too? So you're like, I had to blow it up manually. Oh my gosh, I was like sweating. And then my favorite part is (laughs) your poor mom is upstairs listening to all this with the dogs. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just oh, remember. Yeah. I think it was the day after our one was born. We came over and Chelsea was just like chilling on the couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm good. It yeah. was a couple hours. Yeah, because yeah. she was born at like 1.30 in the morning and y'all were there that next mm-hmm. morning. Yeah, yeah. it was like, a couple like, hours. Yeah. 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 We were both sitting at home like, oh, yeah. Can we, can we go see her? Can we go see her? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Crazy. Babies, man. Oh, oh yeah. Josh, <laughs> who do you think is the tougher workout partner, jo- uh, Chelsea or Sean? The tougher workout partner. Yeah. Man, that is hard. Yeah. It really depends what your definition of tougher would be. I mean, they are both. I'm honestly, I'm afraid to say because I'm afraid what the other one will do to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this about both of them. So, so what in terms of creating a really challenging workout? Yeah. Chelsea is one of the, I mean, I I don't know anybody. She will destroy you. In terms of these two, both in terms of competitiveness and, 
you know, and I mean, I will say this, I'm going to give Sean this one on, Hey Sean, you may, maybe shouldn't do that. And she's kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to go and prove you wrong. I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to dominate this. Now. Yeah. So that's, yeah. uh, I just remember the first time you and I oh worked out, gosh. Chelsea, I've literally, I've done a lot of hard workouts. You know, I've been through college football, professional football, thrown up one time ever from a workout. Our first time, I was literally in the fetal position feeling nauseous for like a half hour after. It was so brutal. And she was doing more weight than me the was whole time. Was this her butt workout? Also, yeah. Yes, at, at, at Boost. boost. Mm-hmm. Oh I remember him coming home from that. Because I remember, because we hadn't worked out yet. We hadn't worked yet. out. And I, I knew so I was to work out with you. I remember that. I remember sending him being like, I can't be the first to work out with her. You have to. Oh my so you worked out with her a couple of times. You went to yoga. That's right. We did. And he was like telling me about it. I'm like, okay. Okay, I think I can do this. <laughs> oh, that's oh so, I'm so intimidated. Same. <sighs> so funny. Oh, gosh. Oh the, the, best, the best, though, was when you and I coached Andrew together during his CrossFit, during CrossFit open games. workout. Mm, yeah, I remember. Can I tell you the story? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm at the gym doing, like, this competitive workout. and I said, Around other people. I, said, I thought, you know what? It'll be great to have Sean and Chelsea here for motivation. <laughs> and <laughs> sure thing. In the middle of the workout, both of them are just ripping me, like like yelling at me full throttle. What are you doing? And I remember talk, talking to the people at, who were at the gym during it after. They're like, I can't believe that those girls were yelling at you like that. Like they were just scarred. They're like, Oh my gosh, that was so intense. But <laughs> so great. Anyway. Hey, you got a good time. You did. So you talk about the home birth and also workouts too on your blog, right? Everything. I think, yeah, yeah. All things. DrChelseaX.com? Yeah. Sweet. I always love whenever you do your question and answers on Instagram. I'm always so fascinated. Like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Chelsea's documented your experience well on Instagram and the blog. and so I have sent more people to the lady comp because of you. It's a great great tool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Can can you explain? Natural Um, birth control. Natural birth control device. Kind of tells you when you're fertile, when you're not. So you can either use it to avoid pregnancy or to age you in getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, it might be time for number two for you guys. Yeah, you guys ready? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's master the whole sleep thing on our end. Let me catch up on that (laughs) for a little bit before we even Uh, ventured on that. That's the most daunting part about like thinking about more kids Mm -hmm. is when you finally get your sleep back. Yeah. It's like, oh, do I really want to give my sleep up again? Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for the getting the sleep back part. Like, mm-hmm. someday. Even yeah. when you do, you progress. still will never sleep past 6 30. So. true. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I've learned from you guys that I feel like has been really good is literally, we were talking about priorities earlier, literally scheduling out, like putting on your like tangible schedule. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is date night or this is from 4 p.m. on it's boys night you know what i'm yeah. saying and so when someone asked you hey can we have a meeting at 5 p.m no i'm, I'm actually busy yeah. and uh josh you've had you've mentored me in so many aspects of life i will give credit to you chelsea i asked josh the other day i said i want someone who can mentor me in praying and he said chelsea you yeah. should you should talk to chelsea about that so yeah. that's pretty good credit but um what rhythms do, do you guys have that help you have a healthy marriage? Is there monthly rhythms, weekly rhythms, anything that you guys do consistently um, to just kind of get on the same page and mesh well? Yeah, so, so I'll say this, and then I'll also throw in the disclaimer of the last eight months have definitely been a, a little different. They've been different. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, um, so throwing in the seasonality thing. But I think, you know, ever since we were, um, you know, we got married, we've done, we've done a lot of date nights. And not to say we've always been perfect. There's been months where we've missed. But for the most part, we've, we've done pretty consistent date mm-hmm. nights. And then they also, um, and so we tend to do, I guess it's always dependent. A lot of times it was a Thursday night. Sometimes it was other nights. But that's um and then and then we do a lot of trips together i mean that's yeah. another thing i think scheduling mm-hmm. these great vacations mm-hmm. and so you know we would we would try and do a big trip every year somewhere like um the caribbean or we've been to europe twice which was just magical and amazing mm-hmm. and fantastic and so i think um and then we also have a place in florida we go i think a lot of people in the south go down to seaside slash 30a and so we're down there real consistently and going out to, and the other thing is, and we haven't done this as recently the past year, 
but we've, we've gone through seasons of, of marriage. We've worked out a lot together too. And that was a great, mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I mean, I think that's, you know, and I think so in disclaimer, well, one thing there too, <laughs> when I first started working, this is probably our second year. Cause I kind of was teaching Chelsea more how to work out the mm-hmm. first year. Yeah. The second year, she is so into perfect form when you're working out, Oh yeah, which now I'm so grateful <laughs> for. But at the time, like I'd be in the middle of a set working out hard. And then it went from me coaching her to her coaching me. And she's like, Hey, straighten up, you know, like make, make sure your back is straight. Hey, you're swaying when you do. Th-. And I'm like, I remember one time it was probably hard. I literally dropped the weight and just had to walk out and just be like, you know, just swallow my ego and just be like, yeah. anyways. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. There have been a couple times where you haven't walked away. Yeah. yeah there was probably a couple of times where I was like, Hey, leave me alone, you know, yeah. sort of leave mm, me yeah. alone here. Yeah. Um, we went but, through a season where we all worked out together and, we the boys have. had to work out separately. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. Uh, they had to work out on the other side of the gym. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's a good rhythm too. But I think I, I think for us, our rhythm is, um, you know, first off, we, we, we're, we both say to each other too, when we get out of rhythm, we're like, gosh, we feel like we need to get back mm-hmm. in rhythm because I think we're just wired that way. But we both definitely start off time in the morning with God and work and, and, and taking care of our bodies. I and mean, we really... Mm-hmm. That's been really consistent since we've been been married. And then yeah. also time together, but then also time with other great couples. Like we've mm-hmm. spent a lot of time with with you two. I mean, the past three years, mm-hmm. we've definitely spent probably twice as much time with you guys than any other couples we're yeah. friends with. And we have a few others too we've, mm-hmm. we see sometimes, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say too, though, um, like knowing how the other one, like what it takes to make them feel connected, like what their mm-hmm. love language type thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, because my love language versus like what his, like what I, when I feel connected is totally different. So I think knowing what the other person needs and then, you know, self-sacrifice in order to give that and then get that in return mm-hmm. um, and making time for that specific thing. So like for me, like I need to have like really deep conversation. Mm-hmm. So this, yep. so even if like we're going out to dinner and doing all the like, trips and everything if we're not having like a deep conversation where i feel like i'm can get to like this place where i'm like really vulnerable i don't feel like we're connected mm-hmm. so like we can do all this like superficial stuff and it's like we're getting all this like FaceTime, but like my internal state of like i feel really like connected and one with you right now isn't there can you make it a little easier on the guy you know what i mean my, i remember our first couple years of marriage i really was like this is, you know, I was like, I'm, you know, this is a challenge, you know, I mean, having a deep conversations all the time. And and the truth is I do like deep conversations, but Chelsea likes them all the time yeah. and a lot. And yeah. so it's, you know, yeah. but, uh, but I do think, I mean, it's so important knowing the other person's love language. Yeah. But like yeah. I, to play devil's advocate in that, be, because of that, like, that's how I feel connected. Yeah. I don't need to go out to dinner. That's like true. I don't need yeah. to go on so these true. trips. Like you, you, we can sit on the couch and have like gifts. eye contact and just have a really deep conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so full after that. Mm. And that's one of the things that attracted me Chelsea at first too, is somebody that has, you know, so much depth to her and likes to talk about the deep things in life and has, you know, if you ask her, I mean, if, if you ask her her opinion on something, it's not a one word answer. <laughs> it's a very, it's again, it's, it's, it's a deep and analytical. meaningful and impactful. Yeah. And, and I've grown as, you know, I've grown so much, um, just in my spirituality, my personal life, my character from being around Chelsea, because she is so deep. She has such great character. So that's kind of iron sharpens iron principle. And so it's, uh, um, yeah. I, I feel like one good, uh, event that shows how intentional and, you know, thoughtful you guys are is the timeline of when you met to when you got married, which mm-hmm. was how long? Six met. months engaged, six months. Yep, married. Or, six or, months dating. Six months dating, six months engaged. Yeah, so yeah. Yep. about one year exactly we were married. Yep. Yeah. How, I love that. Like, what do you accredit that to, both of you? <laughs> I think I think knowing what we wanted in a spouse. Mm-hmm. And so for me, again, it wasn't this feeling, like now again, I had strong feelings that came with it, but, but more so it was like, okay, it was those things I mentioned earlier. I'm number one looking for a woman who is, um, loves God, you Mm -hmm. know, she, 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 and she wants to continue to grow in her relationship with God. Number two, she's, um, uh, we, we, we have a lot of the same values. I know like, Hey, in terms of when it comes to Arwen and her health and those decisions, Mm -hmm. and it comes to, you know, what we believe about, you know, politics and what we believe about, uh, you know, what we want for 
each other. I mean, all, all those things like that thing, like love God, love people, change the world. Like, so, so I think that, um, again, and, and the other thing is we shared also values of like, we loved health. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously yeah. we, mm-hmm. you know, um, she was a physician, you know, in school to become a doctor when I first met her and, and, um, yeah, so I think sharing the same values is a really big deal and also knowing that you're going to grow together. But and the other thing is that same thing of like, and this is biblical, but it's love is not a feeling. Love is a commitment. Like I'm committed to Chelsea no matter what. Uh, I mean, if she makes mistakes, even if I make mistakes, like we, we're, we're committed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we went into dating too. It was, we were dating with the intention of finding someone to marry. It wasn't like a... Um, we're going to date to have fun and just kind of see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, like the very first date that you and I had, we were both kind of went into it and we're both like, okay, like let's see if we are actually compatible. And we had like a two, three hour conversation where we hit just about every make or break, I feel like conversation <laughs> or topic. Oh yeah. We, without like saying we're going to drill each other, we kind of yeah. did, but just like, let's, let's figure this out right now. Like we don't want to waste each other's time. Like we're, you know, I'm looking for a spouse. You're looking for a spouse. Let's see if, your spouse material, like if we line up in these values, I think sometimes a lot of people take a lot of time getting to where they actually discover somebody else's values and like things that are important to them. Yeah. Um, which I think it's okay to take time to do that. But yeah. at the same time earlier, on, you know, if you're really wanting, you know, get married or find somebody having those conversations. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. ...earlier on, especially if there's something that's really yeah. important to you and make or break, it's important. And if you don't know, discovering it, you know, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and making sure you're aligned. Mm-hmm. So do you think if you take two mature adults, that timeline could work for them? Like yes. two mature adults with the intention? Of- I, I think shorter. We, I know plenty of couples who got married mm-hmm. in six months and have, or three months and have great marriages. Mm-hmm. So I think you could, yeah. Yeah. Cause again, if your values align and you, you know, you have, you grew with the same lifestyle and you talk about all mm-hmm. those types of things and you choose each other, you know, love mm-hmm. at that point is a choice. It's not like a fleeting feeling. So if at that point you say, okay, well, I'm choosing you to commit to tie myself with you. Mm. Well, and-, and I think it's a combination of like this thing where it's like, okay, we both said this and then you do want to give time to see, is that yeah. person yeah. walking that out? Yeah. So, right. so that gave us enough time that mm-hmm. year or even with Chelsea, I could tell after, you know, a month, but mm-hmm. it's like, well, everything mm-hmm. she's saying, she lives this, she actually right. believes yeah, it. That's true. Well, and I feel like when you see a lot of people and they're dating, it usually takes them way too long to just uncover and start revealing to the other person who yeah. they are. Yep. And for some reason, people are too scared to share what their morals are because yeah. they're like, oh, this person is going to leave. Yeah. Which is a waste yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah. If you want to date to date, fine. But if you want right. to date to marry, I love your guys' whole stance on it. And I think if mo- more people uncovered what they actually are looking for, mm-hmm. you would not waste so much time. And yeah. you'd probably fall in love with people a lot faster yeah. yeah. because yeah. you're just being you yeah. and not being some random Joe until you uncover who you actually are. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's cause <clears throat> like I'm an old guy now or I've been married for like four years, but I do, I do reflect on like our two years of dating and think that was way too long. Like it was I, a waste I, of time. The, the, it was great. The further but... we get into our relationship, yeah. Again, it probably comes with experience, but now I'm like, oh, well, three months is, is enough time. Or <laughs> yeah. One month is enough yeah. time. But yeah. I think part of that is, is maturing maybe. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay. So you're both health experts. Um, Sean, did yeah. you want to go ahead? Okay. I was really curious about this and we, we talked about it beforehand, but you guys are doctors. You practice Eastern medicine is, is that how you would, and I feel like we've lived in a year of pandemic, of medical fear, and when you watch the news, I feel like one side of medicine has been just shoved down your throat, and I've been curious since it goes against your practice 
how it's affected you guys emotionally, physically, within your business, within your marriage, and how how you've dealt with the past year since most people have just lived in a year of fear. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think, and, and just to sort of divine it too, I, I do think more of our, our thoughts are more towards sort of an Eastern medicine. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say when I used to run my practice full time, it was more, it was called a functional medicine practice. And so it is that there are some aspects of Western thought that I think are valuable, but um, you know, I, we really believe in more natural Mm-hmm. medicine as you're talking yeah. about. And so that really means, you know, when it comes to, you know, a virus or a bacteria or something that uh, we, we get exposed to uh, on, on um, you know, on a yearly basis, my, my philosophy has always been the very same as Hippocrates, as Ayurvedic medicine, as Chinese medicine, as biblical medicine in the past. And that is very much on your body heals itself. And so what we always want to do is we want to strengthen the body because our, our bodies are incredible. Yeah. And if you get your body strong enough, your body's able to fight off viruses and other things. And so when you look at what's going on today, when people are more susceptible to different viruses or conditions, it's due to immunodeficiency, which essentially means your immune system is down as weak. And when people are over 70 years old, on average, their immune system can start to get weaker. And so what should we be doing is strengthen their immune system. I came out with a podcast with Gabe and Rebecca Lyons. Mm -hmm. You guys have Mm -hmm. had them on. So I am... did a podcast with both of them. This was about uh, a year ago. And I and, and he interviewed me and, and Rebecca did. And they said, hey, what would you do right now to fight this virus mm-hmm. that's out there today? And I said, here's what I would do. I would eat this very specific diet that's good for the immune system, chicken broth, um, ginger herbal tea. You know, I laid out all the foods, lots of vegetables, these certain berries that are rich in vitamin C, and um, all the foods that are good for immunity that have been known for thousands of years in ancient Chinese medicine. And I said, this is the diet I would follow. And the supplements I would take are zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. And then I would do herbals like elderberry, echinacea, astragalus, and ginger. And, and so anyways, and I got all this criticism for it mm-hmm. of people saying, how could you say that? Because this virus might be different and all this. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, this, these are principles that don't change. That's the other thing. Our medical mm-hmm. system today, conventional, it's changing. One week, they'll say this is good. Another week, they'll change it. These principles I'm talking about, they are set in stone. And it's just true. There are things you can do. It's like if you eat vegetables versus cotton candy, one is better than the other. Like yes. we know it, but that, but but not until there's a... So all that being said, you know, now recently they're coming out saying, well, vitamin D actually is, you know, might be good for this and zinc might be good for this. So anyways, I think our philosophy is very much on, we make decisions based on principles, not what the latest you know, study says, because they're actually ever changing and they're very biased. If you look at pharmaceutical companies today, they're making money off of these things. So they want them to show and say a certain thing. So, and the other thing is we really also just really believe I would say too, and I love to hear Chelsea's thoughts on this too, but is let's look at the fruit. This is a biblical principle. Jesus said by their fruit, you will recognize them. So I think, Hey, healthy people, people that have really good health, um, that's why I tend to listen to versus if somebody hasn't had good health, they haven't gotten good results mm-hmm. with people, why would I listen to them? And the people I know that are the healthiest live by these principles. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we, you know, we live by those principles and teach them ourselves. Yeah, I think one of the hard things this year, again, is what you mm-hmm. said is that a lot of what they've pushed or majority of it's so fear-based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's something we never, or we don't endorse, we don't ever want to promote or on anybody is when you're making a decision you don't ever want it to be because you're afraid mm-hmm. like you you need to be empowered with you know the education with um what's truth you know you need to know your options all these things but it should never be made in a position of being manipulated by fear mm-hmm. right it's not saying you're never afraid but it's not giving fear this place of influence where it's actually deciding and making those decisions for you mm-hmm. um because fear is not truth right mm-hmm. it's not truth love is all those different things um so i think that's been the, one of the most frustrating things is is because everyone is in this state of panic and fear and they're just it just keeps it's like this positive feedback cycle that just keeps growing and growing and growing and how do you get off the hamster wheel um yeah so i think being able to take a step back and say okay what is truth well this is how the body was created the body was created has been getting over viruses and bacteria and it actually needs those for health for since you were born, since you came out of the womb. Um, that's how your immune system, how does your immune system actually work? What does it look like? 
okay, well, how do these things come into effect? And being able to actually logically lay out all the factors. Um, and I think that's that's been frustrating is that hasn't been done. People haven't looked yeah. at it that way. It's been just whatever the media is, you know, pushing or whatever I heard on social media, somebody tweeted this. So, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, let's all freak out and go buy toilet paper, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. what's been frustrating, I think, for us is, I feel yeah. like it just, it's, You've been able, people haven't been able to think. Yeah. And I think one of the things Chelsea and I always try and do is, and she said something that I thought was brilliant. It's you want to step back and also look at things from a big picture perspective. Like think about this, like in, if we're talking about the Bible, there's no doubt anybody could say our medical system today, the conventional system is full of striking fear in people. Well, the Bible says God is love and the Mm -hmm. opposite of fear is actually love. Mm -hmm. And so you have this system that is all based on fear and manipulation which, which, which isn't healthy. Here's the other mm-hmm. thing. When you look at the way that this virus may have affected society today, people aren't considering, it's like you should look at how many lives are being lost, that's so important, but also how are people being affected on the other side, the amount of the suicide yeah. rates. Mm-hmm. I just read an article that came out last week uh, based on a study showing kids' depression mm-hmm. has gone up tremendously because wearing masks, they're not interacting, how that's actually going to weaken their immune systems. So, so anyways, I think that's one of the bigger issues today too, is people have not had a big picture perspective mm-hmm. about, hey, how we make decisions about closing businesses, what that means for people. So anyways, I don't want to be political, but just to say too, I think that is the, that's the weakness of our medical system today. It's very much based off of fear. It's based off of bias studies and it's not big picture thinking about, hey, what's really the best for the health mm-hmm. health, health of everybody long term? That is actually something we've talked about a lot, the psychological effects of everything that's happened this past year. We were on a plane not too long ago, and we saw a, an elderly man have a panic attack. Yeah. Just Yeah. And you, I was talking to Andrew. I was like, you have to like sympathize with him. Yeah. That yeah. our world is so scary. Not, not because it's supposed to be, but... I would have a panic attack yeah. too. And it just made us really sad that the psychological effects of everything going on is going, is, is huge. Yeah. So, yep. so you mentioned principles that never change that have been used for thousands of years. I think that ties in nicely to your most recent book, ancient remedies. You've written a book on keto diet. You've written essential, essential oils, ancient medicine. I'd love for you to just talk about this book, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, you know, I, I uh, <clears throat> this is the book I'm the most proud of. In fact, we had Dr. Oz write an endorsement who he rarely writes them. And then we had Sean <laughs> yeah. <he's> here <laughs> Wait, write, write an endorsement. Fun fact. That's yeah. how we met was long, long story. When I was training for the 2012 Olympics, yeah. I had a nutritionist that I swore by the one, the one book she told me to read was eat dirt. And I remember like thinking about, I knew your name and fast forward, we got introduced and I was like, wait, I know him. Yeah. Yeah, On a side note, before we get into this too, and then I went up and introduced myself (laughs) at a coffee shop shop Mm. because we, you know, we, we have the same, our brother and sister PR people too. And I, Mm. uh, and Andrew gave me the most evil (laughs) eye. He's like, he was literally like, dude, what do you do? He's like, I'm trying to enjoy a nice coffee with my wife. And this guy's coming up and saying hi. Are you Sean Johnson? Well, and then I heard your name and I was like, wait, no, babe, babe, that's Josh. And I was on the other side of the coffee shop. I'm like, I can't believe he's doing this right (laughs) now. Oh my gosh. Like I'm going to sit over here. And I'm like, just last week they were like, you should do a collab. So I'm like, Hey, we just, you know, so yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so, um, but I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm excited for people to read this book. We've already got incredible feedback from people Mm -hmm. saying it was one of the most, um, you know, one of the easiest to follow, but also most advanced at the same time. So the book really goes through how to use food as medicine. And so whether somebody's looking to balance their hormones naturally, um, lose weight, boost their energy, um, boost their immune system, any of those things that goes through it. So, uh, you know, and and I think a few things, we try to make it really, like it's both advanced nutrition. So it goes into TCM and biblical medicine and Ayurveda, all of those forms of ancient medicine and these principles that have stood the test of time. But then also we go through and we have a personalized diet in there. So one of the things that uh, I've, I've taught for years that's a form of ancient medicine is, is that there's not one perfect diet for everybody. Like a lot of times people, I think we've probably all experienced, have you ever had a friend who's done a diet and they've seen great results and you've tried the same thing and mm-hmm. you're like, this is not working for me. It's because everybody is very, very unique in their body type and the way they were created. And so this has 
really the five diet types based off ancient medicine. So you can take a quiz in the book and find out which diet is best for you. And then I have uh, meal plans in there. We have recipes and the recipes are all really healthy, but also really practical. So we have like chocolate chip cookies only rather than white and wheat flour. We're using, you know, almond flour and oat flour. We've got uh, pancakes. We've got all kinds of stuff. So their recipes are the best. We could speak from personal experience. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Fire. They're so good. And, And then we also, I have a reference guide in the back. So if anybody's struggling with anything, again, whether it's hypothyroidism, adrenal fatigue, um, you know, infertility, I go through exactly what to do for foods to eat, foods not to eat, the supplements to take, essential is the whole thing. So that's all kind of laid out mm-hmm. in there. And um, anyways, it's the book I'm most proud of. And I think if people pick it up and people can go on, you know, amazon.com or Barnes and Noble local bookstore and get it. But I think they're going to be really just, you know, impressed with a book and excited, to, excited for people to check it out. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about both of you is you're both so, uh, rigid with your diets, I would say, but you leave a lot of room for dessert too. Like both of you yes. love dessert, but you just know yes. how to do it and navigate it correctly. You got right? us like, hooked on dessert. We were never yeah. dessert people. Oh yeah, dude, now we eat dessert with that is every meal. It probably is. So I'll, I'll say this. I, I would say, actually, when we first got married, I was a little more rigid. I would say we just, we know what ingredient, we know what works well yes. with our bodies too. So yeah. like we still eat chicken parmesan which we actually have in the book we mm-hmm. have lasagna we have but we just use really clean and healthy yeah. ingredients that yeah. we pick up at whole foods or the health food store that sort of thing too <laughs> and i'll mention too like so like even in the book like sean like when we first met like <laughs> you do really well on a certain type of diet yes. that's actually different than i actually all of us are are, yeah. are wired a little differently and so like sean's like you know, orange foods like pumpkin, sweet yes. potato, butternut squash is like a perfect <laughs> food for her, mm. you know, and anyways. And so it's important that people are eating based on their unique makeup mm. or else sometimes they don't, you know, they, they, they don't see the best results if they're not eating that way. So I would like to get your guys insights. A lot of people have health goals that may be ever changing. Maybe they attain them. Maybe they don't. How have you guys supported each other with your different diets that you have? And how do you, what, what advice do you have for someone who, you know, picks up ancient remedies with a certain goal and they need this help from their spouse, you know? So, so one, I think if anything, we've, we've realized that eating healthy is important, but, but like being super strict is not good for you. Mm -hmm. You know, being stressing about food all the time being, and so that's one of the things I think we've helped each other with is like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know what? Like when we went to Italy, like we had gelato. We had pizza. We had the pasta. Like we do those things. So, anyways, we don't eat. Per- I actually believe a lot of people make themselves sick emotionally because they over worry or have anxiety about what they eat versus knowing, hey, this is the unique way way I made. These foods are better than me. I'm just going to try and get more of these foods and get a few of these out. Just being a little bit more flexible, like that. I think people are healthier mm-hmm. for it. So, if anything, I think we really help keep each other in check. And that, hey, it's okay to have a vacation. We don't call it cheat meal. Okay, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But hey. <laughs> it's okay for you hey, to have a vacation meal and splurge a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, Chelsea definitely moved me more <laughs> in that direction. I'll say that too. Yeah. So yeah. she's he like, stop very, being so very stiff, rigid you know? When we first got married. Yeah. That was, I'm that a was lot hard. more. I'm a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're more relax. fun. Yeah. I'm more fun. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and, and I'll, and I'll say this too. You know, one of the things too, just as a takeaway for some food stuff for people, like, like, I think we're under the mentality too. Like nobody needs to be perfect. Like if mm-hmm. people just thought about this, if you just change breakfast, mm-hmm. that's one third of your diet. Yeah. So if like people don't know what to do, where to start, just start doing like a, a superfood smoothie in the morning, mm-hmm. three simple ingredients, one cup of like almond milk or coconut milk, something like that one scoop of a collagen protein and one cup of like blueberries or some sort of fruit. If you just did that smoothie for breakfast, bam, that goes a long way having something healthy there. So anyways, I think, I think sometimes less is more with people. I think, Hey, just try and get more vegetables, fruits, wild organic meat. You do that and just change breakfast. Boom. You're, you're going to, it's, you're, you're going to go a long way. Or we can fry up 50 quail eggs. Or f- wow, yeah. duck, yeah. duck, duck eggs. Duck, duck eggs. We, we were duck in eggs seaside, and well, you and I are both pregnant, and we made 
Oh the gosh. most food I've ever seen. It was like in my five entire cookie life. sheets full of um, duck eggs, as well as waffles. We had waffles and omelets and, and, omelets. and bacon. And there was like we had the beef bacon. <laughs> yes. Remember we had the beef yes. bacon? Yes, that yes. stuff is amazing. <laughs> I remember. I remember there's like 20 eggs left, and everybody looked at me like, "Well, Andrew, you didn't finish it off." <laughs> yeah, like, I had no chance yeah. here. You did eat a lot of that. I, I bet you had ten. You maybe had a dozen. You have a lot of eggs. as well as five yeah. egg omelets. Yeah, right. I don't know if I've been had a duck egg since. So just I don't think I could. <laughs> yeah, still. this I can sm still mm -hmm. smell it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fried coconut oil. <laughs> Closing question: What is the best piece of advice you have been given or would give about relationships? Ooh, oh no, you put us on the spot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got two thoughts. Go for it. I don't have any yet. So, so, so two things. So one is this principle, and I think it relates to couples. You become who you, you surround yourself with. I think being around other couples that are, you know, love God, love people and want to change the world like that. That's what we look for in couples. And so that's that's why we spend time with you guys. You know, it's why we have just a couple other friends we spend time with. We're really selective about who we spend our time with because we know like we rub off on each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think we also sharpen each other. Mm -hmm. And so I can tell you guys, like when we go on vacation with you or we're doing a <laughs> date night or you guys are we're coming over in our sweats and like hanging out, like I always leave feeling more inspired and excited because you guys are people of action. You guys are people that love people so well. Family is such a priority for you that it makes us say, Hey, we want to continue to do these things in our, in our family. When we hear you guys are on a trip or you guys have a family tradition, like that inspires us. Like we start doing some of those things. So I think being around, like being really conscious of being around other couples, um, who are, uh, again, love God, love people want to change the world. Like that's, I think that's so important. And the other thing is, I don't know if I'm going to take your thing. So do you want to say it? And then I'll say my no, last thing. So one of the things Chelsea has said is I think it's important to, um, focus on just, I'll, I'll let you go. <laughs> Cause I know what you're going to say. Do you? I don't think it was what you're, you're going to say. Okay. You go ahead though. Okay. Um, one of the big things that we got when we were in premarital counseling, that I loved, um, him and I are both very competitive. Mm -hmm. And so we compete at, you know, we're on the same team, but at the same time we both like to win. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that was told to us was make every day a competition of who can outserve the other. Mm. And I think going into every day with like that mentality or even at the end of the day, if you've done one thing or, you know, if you ever have a choice where I can put away, I can hang up his shirts for him. Like, do I want to, I could do a million other things, but it's going to take me three extra minutes. I can do that to serve him mm -hmm. today. Even if he has no idea, he's not aware, you know, little things like that. Um, I think that goes a long way in marriage. And I think those add up and build over time. And it also just creates, um, you know, different like, I don't want to say atmosphere, but just mm -hmm. like, you know, sense mm -hmm. of mentality of, you know, perspective of the relationship, even at the end of the day of, you know, what that looks like. Is that what you were going to say? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> when I think back on the past three years with you guys, it's fun to think that, uh, well, we were with, we were with you when I got a call to sign with the Reds. Oh my God. That was yes. so awesome. In New York. Greatest yeah. breakfast right. ever. <laughs> it was a fantastic breakfast. Uh, we've vacationed together. We've we bought this house because of you. We've started businesses. We've <laughs> yeah. ended businesses. And, had babies. Uh, yeah, together. got pregnant, had babies, the whole thing. So, um, and that's only in three years. So I'm excited for yeah. what the future holds. Mm. We're thankful for you guys. Thanks for. Yeah, we love you guys. Thanks love for giving us the time. And uh, yeah, we love you too. <laughs> <laughs>